going on, goons? It's your boy. It is Chris from Brooklyn. Uh, I'm joined, as always, by my stalwart producer, Michael Harrington. How are you, Mike? What's up, Chris? Fuck! What now? I just realized I don't have time to fucking do the post on this episode. You do it tomorrow. I'm going to be in L.A. tomorrow. Just, we'll get, what, why are you saying that now while we're recording? Because I just realized it. We'll get someone else to do it. It's fine. All right. I'll pay Dylan to do it. It's not a big deal. Done. All right. I'm not going to pay him a lot. I'm telling you that right now. He's going to mostly do it for free. I'm going to give him a spot at your club. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. And make sure you come out every Friday at midnight to the Comedians Chris Likes to Drink with show. Last night we had Fat Handsome Left Fur was on the show. He did a great job. Uh, we had some great comics last night. It was fun, very fun, Mike. Thank you for giving me that show. You're right. It's like it's weird. Like you can look kind, kind of look past the fatness and still process. He's a like, handsome he's dude. He's a handsome man. You know, we had a uh, bachelor party hanging out. Uh, Robbie Goodwin was on the show. We had a great. We had a, it was a good line. Robbie Goodwin was not on the show. Oh yeah, I put Robbie Goodwin on the show, and th- this is what we did. So if you listen to the Loud Boys podcast, which is Robbie Goodwin, Dalton Pruitt, and Joe Gorman, you know that Robbie is um, terrible. Uh, He's a terrible person. Uh, he's very, not a bad guy, but, you know, he can be a little much, and he wanted to get on the show. So uh, I put him on stage, and then I went outside and helped the bouncer defuse the situation. Because you know what? I get things done, Mike. I go outside. I'm fucking uh, watching out for people, you know? We're defusing the situation. I was like, left Robbie on stage for how long? Probably like 20-something minutes. I wanted to just leave him up there to see how long he would go. I didn't understand why you were still in that room, Mike. You should have just left him. <laughs> To that audience, and just so the initial plan was to just leave him until every single person walked. Yeah, that's I, dude. I've always wanted to do that to a person. When I we used to run that bar show at No Fun Bar, I always wanted to just go home while the last comedian was on stage, <laughs> just like get in to a cab and just go home. Um, but I, I don't know. After like. I want to say a solid. It was like you at, started to feel bad for the people at, in the room at minute fifteen of no one in the room laughing. I was like, "Man, I this is just this is bad for the club." <laughs> but it was fun. It was a fun. It was a fun night. It was a, it was a good time. But you God, made him do another five after that. <laughs> that's true. I did. I was I was outside. I was diffusing a, a potentially violent situation, Mike. You didn't seem to be diffusing much. No, I was drinking and making fun of a drunk person who's getting <laughs> manhandled by a bouncer for about 20 minutes. That was fun. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was fun. A lot of crazy things have happened in the last week, Mike. Now, did you, uh, you fought a homeless person over a city bike? I don't think he was homeless. I mean, it's, it's definitely the most homeless I've ever looked. F- yes, fighting another homeless person over something that you could just get another one of. All right, it was the it was an electric one. You can't just get Okay, so for people who don't live in New York City, they we have we have bike share in the city. City bike is the bike share company. And some of them you have to pedal and they're shitty bikes. They are terrible bikes. They 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 move very slowly, they're very heavy. They're they don't have a good uh leg extension. And then they have electric ones which obviously are much better. You just zip around. You can do drive-bys on them. We'll talk about that in a little while. Pew pew pew. Yeah. There's been a lot of uh scooter and e-bike shootings in New mm. York City. But uh, so you got to the dock for the bikes, and some of them are electric and some of them are not. And you went to grab the electric one, and I assume this other man put his hand on the electric one at the exact same time? No. So what happened was I was I was already at the electric bike. I was going to scan it, and this guy, as he's parking another electric bike that wasn't working, he goes, no, I was going to take that one. And I'm like, nah, dude, I'm, I'm here. Like, I'm 
I'm already at the bike. I have my phone out. I'm going to scan this. I'm going to take this. Uh, he said, no, no, I saw it first. And he, he puts... He said, I saw it first? I see. I swear to you, he said the words, I saw it first. What does this person look like? White guy. Um, okay. Sounds like a white guy thing to say. It's yeah. a very entitled thing to do. About Dylan's size. Um, okay. Also sounds... This is tracking. He's, yeah, a, I mean, he's a thin, white, tall man, probably well-dressed, mm, drunk, boat shoes. No boat shoes. Not. I know he wasn't drunk. Um, I'm gonna say this though. I'm gonna say this. Uh, short sleeve button up shirt, two buttons below the top open. No, nope. just straight uh, t-shirt, crew neck, gray t-shirt. Crew neck. What kind of what kind of pants? Uh, I think they were like a, just, a jean, a regular jean. Like he was dressed like the way I like dress. shorts. Jean shorts, jorts. No, no they weren't. Jor- man in jorts because that's a hobo. No, just like he wanted that e-bike for the copper wire. Mm. No, I, all right. He wasn't in jorts. He was not in jorts. I don't fucking know what kind of pants. All right, he was in. in you gotta some... clock a man's pants, Mike. When you're when you're when you're sizing him up for a fight, a man in jorts, you probably shouldn't be fighting. <sighs> cargo shorts. Now you're fighting a senior citizen, Mike. Mm-hmm. It might have been cargo shorts. Cargo shorts and a gray crew neck. Jesus Christ, Mike. What are you doing? You're fighting a time traveler. <laughs> um. Anyway, um. This fucking guy, right? Puts his hand over the fucking QR code. So that you can't scan it. So I can't scan it. Then he puts his hands on the bike handlebars so that if I do scan it, he's just going to get that bike. And I'm like, all right, well, now this is is a real issue for me and this guy, right? And he's, like, fumbling with keys trying to, like, open the thing. And I'm like, no, this is not happening, period. Why don't you just sit on the bike? Hmm. How did you not? So hold on. Wait a second, Mike. Where was I going to put my hands? I, I love you, bro. But let me ask you a question. His hands were on the handlebars. Put them on the bottom of the bike. Put them on your knees. You can't sit on a seat without handles, Mike. You're sitting on a seat right now without handles. My elbows are touching the desk. I'm just saying, Mike, you're capable. I've seen you sit in a chair with no armrests. You can sit down. Yeah, but that ain't got no backrest neither. Mike, I've seen you sit on a bar stool. Shut the fuck up. That's what true. are we talking about? true why didn't you just sit on the bike did not process that as so you're all right so your first thought was i should probably hit this man (laughs) in cargo shorts (laughs) he's already having a bad enough time mike all right um did you swing first or did he so uh you're copying to assault at this point so it's just so uh i went to i went to peel his hands Mm -hmm. off of the handlebar Mm -hmm. right like i went to just just do like the peeling okay. motion, right? At that point, he turns to me and puts his hands up like fight stance. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, as soon as somebody's coming up to me like this, I'm Wait, now on, in a on. fight show, with show this guy. Show that to the camera again. Show your that's, – that's not your – no, show me his fight stance. You showed me something different in the beginning there. There you go. So that's what he looked like. Yeah. Completely leaving his face open. Kind of, yeah. So you – so, okay. Now I kind of see what – you hit him. At this point. Now, he was standing there with his arms, first of all, up, but not guarding his face, is what you're they telling were, me. No, he was in a fight now, stance, in his version of a fight stance. Uh, but I'm saying, if this is what he was doing. If he had his hands up like this, and completely leaving his face open, and he has hands up to fight, but they were complete. I also might not be able to uh, resist popping him right in the nose. <laughs> you, you completely turned me around. <laughs> Very quickly. <laughs> Because I'll tell you, I, was, I told the story yesterday. Uh, there was one time I was out, I was getting drunk on a stoop with a bunch of guys, uh, 7.30 in the morning. We're at, on this kid Josh's stoop in Park Slope. 
And this guy, and I was just drunk, yelling. And this guy walks by, and I goes, this guy knows what the, I was making a point. I go, this guy knows what the fuck I'm talking about. I was like, right? And he goes, yeah, yeah. And I go, see? And he walks up the block. He turns around, and he goes, that's why you're a faggot. Some yuppie. And I walk, and I go, and these guys are going to, you let him talk to you like that? You let him talk to you like that? And I go, you know what? I'm not. And I start walking up. The only people who followed me were Dave Smith and Paperface. They follow me up the block to see what's about to happen. And I walk up, and this guy puts his hands up, and he does the same thing, Mike. He goes, one of these. And I popped him, like, not even in the face, in the forehead, really hard. And he, he goes to, like, lunge. And I go, you don't want to do that. You want to go home. And he looks at me, and he looks, and Dave is just laughing at this point. <laughs> Dave is, like, literally hand in his face laughing. And Paperface is just like, let's see what this, where this goes. He's just looking at him. And they, he just goes, he looks at Dave laughing, and then he looks at fucking Pape, who's just like, a big dude. And he goes, yeah, I want to go. And he went, it was 7.30 in the fucking Did he have the mask on? No. That would have been funnier. He was wearing <laughs> that giant leather American flag jacket, though. <laughs> it, I mean, think about it, like That's like a motley crew of men to get beat up by. <laughs> yeah, that would suck. Like, I look blue-collar, Dave looks rich, and Paperface looks like an insane person. So anyway, you hit this guy in the face, and then what happens? <coughs> so... Yeah, he puts his hands up. I hit him once. Um, you know, I throw a couple of feints. I did get him to swing first, right? That was the important thing to me. Just like, well, obviously, you want to get him to swing first because if there's any cameras around now, you're not liable because he right. swung at you. So I threw a couple of shoulder feints at him, right? Like just getting the bait out, and he goes and like puts like some real lazy right out towards me, which I'm like, all right, like slip that, bang, uh, one to the eye. Um, mm-hmm. I think I caught him with a jab coming back. Not mm-hmm. sure, but I know I, I know I threw the jab, but that was just to get closer to fucking bang him with a right hook. And uh, at that point, he, like, stumbled and, like, fell into the bike. Okay. And I'm, like, and I grabbed him behind the neck, right? And I'm just holding him, mm-hmm. like, in the, you know, like, I can just punch you in the face a bunch right now position. And uh, I was, like, look, man, like, I, I'll let you go if you let me go, right? And then at this point, like, passersby, bystanders were there. We were chilling, right? Um, was not really trying to just beat this guy to a bloody pulp with, uh, with people with camera phones around, right? Okay. So I kept it moving. Um this fucking guy, right, walks, he walks away, he goes and kicks my backpack. Oh. During, like, the walk away. I mean, to be fair, you've now punked him out of the city bike. And punched him twice. Yeah. So? Don't he, kick my bag. I mean, I get it. What was in your bag that was so worthwhile? Uh, the shitty laptops that the club gave me. Mm. You have one of those cube book bags. Hmm? When did all book bags become cubes? How is it a cube? It's like a cube. It's like a rectangular prism. I don't know. That's nice. I like it. But I'm just saying, when did all book bags become cubes? I don't know. When fucking corporations got a good deal on them? On the, the, you think the, the cube is a cheaper product? I don't know. Maybe. Hmm. So he kicked your cube. Yeah, he kicks my cube. And then <laughs> I'm like, you don't kick my fucking cube, bro. Right. So I come, I, I come up and I just fucking shove him real hard to the ground. As he's going down, he grabs onto my tank top and drags me to the ground with him. To be fair, your fault for wearing a tank top. If you were in a regular T-shirt, like a fucking grown-up, he would have slipped right off of it. I don't think so. I think he would have gotten a big No, handle. he got a good handle on the fucking strap, didn't he? He did. He did. He did. And he exactly. broke the strap and in the ex- process. Exactly. Yeah. That's what you get. You're lucky you didn't just grab on your tuft-of-shoulder hair and pull that off. I shaved that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um... So I, I then got on top of him and, you know, like where the wrestling began and, you know, I ended up in a dominant position in wrestling. And you fucked him. And I was like, well, I could just keep beating this guy up. Mm-hmm. But again, like passersby were like, he's had enough. And I go to get up 
And the motherfucker... And he, and he got up and he was like, I ain't hear no bell. He just grabbed for my phone upon getting up. And I'm like, all right, like, this is it. And I just shoved but him. But you had your phone out this whole time? It fell out of my pocket while I was fighting him. Hmm. Right? So he goes... Did you to- have it tucked into the strap of your tank top? No, like was, a chick? It was in my pocket. Okay. Um, he goes to grab for my shit, and I'm just like, all right. And I shove him back down one more time, and I'm like, just over him. Like, I can I can just beat the shit out of you, dude. And, like, the bystanders at this point were like... Now, I want to I tell, tell the listener real quick. I'm sorry to keep cutting you off, Mike. But I want to tell the listener, you're pretty dinged up right now. You have uh, cuts all over your hands and your elbow. Um, you know... You're a little dinged up. It seems like maybe maybe you went a little too hard on this gentleman. Or you um, had a delusion and fought a city bike. <laughs> I'm not quite sure this actually happened. This for sure happened, because there were there were enough witnesses there. Um, Is there anybody we could reach out to for comment? No, I didn't get anybody's number. Mm. I mean, you were bagging digits after this masculine display of beating the shit out of weirdos no i actually called the girl who i am sleeping with and told her the story and in the middle of it she hung up on me good <laughs> good I, I mean i can't hang up on you I would. <laughs> i'm pot committed to this story at this point mm-hmm. so so then finally uh you're, you're struggling you got the guy and you get how do you get on the bike and leave so bystanders at this point were like bro He's given you so many chances to just walk away. Like, you need to just fuck off now to the other guy, mm-hmm. right? So he gets up, and he sulks away, and I see him, like, wandering off, and I pick up all my belongings, which were strewn about the ground, and put them in my pockets, and, yeah, I walked over to the city bike that I rightfully won in hand-to-hand combat, mm-hmm. and then rode it back over the bridge like now, a champion. They, now, do they give you a discount for that? Surprisingly, no. Mm. I once flipped a guy's pedicab, and then we got into a fist fight. I was pretty young. Though. I was like 17 or 18. And uh, the, the guy uh, came by and was like, where are you guys going? I'm like, we need a ride to Brooklyn. So if you're not going to Brooklyn, go away. And he uh, goes away and comes back and goes, I'll take you to Brooklyn. I mean, my buddy are just like, well, we can't not take a pedicab ride to Brooklyn. We've got beers. This should be fun. We'll go over the bridge in a pedicab. Mm-hmm. And uh, then he just took us to a random place. It was like, fuck you, get out. So I get out. He gets off the bike and I just flip the pedicab. <laughs> And he takes a swing at me. I, 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 I cock back. I pop him a couple times. But I don't really want to fight this guy. I had already flipped his pedicab, so I felt like I won the interaction. Of course. And so I, uh, I just yoked him up, and this huge, big Italian guy comes by. And like I said, I'm like 17 years old. I'm very clearly a kid. Uh-huh. And I go, I'm not trying to fight this guy. He was just an asshole to us. I'm just trying to leave. I could clearly, fu- I'm just like holding this guy in like a DDT position, Mike. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I'm looking at this big guy. I'm like, I'm just going to shove this guy. He's not going to hit you because he's a huge pussy. He can't even get out of a child's headlock. I was like, can you just stand in between us so I can go away, so I can leave? And he goes, all right. And I shove the guy and this guy goes, what are you going to do, hit me? And the guy goes, ugh. And he picks up his pedicab and pedals away. <laughs> so I also had a weird bike fight, Mike, but I was a child. All right, whatever, dude. Um, Maybe it was the same guy. He lost his pedicab route after that night. There you go. And he's just been stewing ever since. Got shamed out. And now, whenever he doesn't get an e-bike, he has to fucking he has to fight. Checks out all of it. And you know what? It actually worked out really good for me and the kid I was with. We were drinking, and then we walked past. It was like a furniture store that was having a uh, gallery opening. We just got drunk there. It was actually a pretty cool night. Sounds lovely. Yeah, so thanks to that pedicab guy. Shout out to that guy. He did you a favor. Yeah, he totally did. Um, all right, moving on. I got a bone to 
pick with you. <laughs> Mike, we have one drop. How are you playing the wrong drop? What is that? That is the drop I play when I have a bone to pick with you. You're just picking drops for the show now? I mean, I had a bone to pick. What is the bone you have to pick with me, Mike? Okay, so last night, right, while you were diffusing a situation... I, I was helping. I was helping. <laughs> right, by just sitting there and drinking. I wasn't hurting. <laughs> uh, at one point, right, uh, allegedly... Mm-hmm. Right in this for this fictional podcast that we're doing and telling fictional stories. Right, this guy who was causing a problem at the bar last night mm-hmm. uh, started shoving a uh, security guard mm-hmm. at the bar. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, which and then he tried to walk past him, like getting around me. Mm-hmm. So I watched him shove somebody who you know I work with, mm-hmm. and I started shoving this fucking guy maybe a little little harder than i needed to okay you were gonna punch him in the face i was pretty ready to punch him in the face and i said hey mike you work here and don't have a security license no what you said was you just screamed hey mike do you have a security license and i was like what does that matter and i shoved him again and then you screamed hey mike do you have a security license and at that point i was like chris stop saying that's so fucking loud yeah, well, here's the thing, Mike. You just kept saying it over and over again. You don't have a security license, and you have a job at that place. If you had beat the shit out of that guy, and he had come back, the bar would be liable, you would be liable, and you would have gone to jail. Okay, but... And at that point, it hadn't been going on long enough where I realized that guy was an insane person. I thought he was just a drunk, and you were, he shoved a guy, first of all, much larger than you. The only reason I was really out there is because the bouncer kept walking away, and then that guy kept walking up behind him. <laughs> so I kept going, no, dude, he's still coming. That's the only reason I stayed there is because that guy kept – he was trying to sucker punch the bouncer. Was he really? In the beginning. And then I think he realized he, it was not going to work out for him. But why I kept telling you that is because I do not want you to go to jail like a moron. Okay, but – And you're at work. People in the neighborhood know you work there because you're there every day. If they see you beating the shit out of a customer, it can come back on the bar. I was a bouncer for a while, and that's what they tell you. If, you, if your security license lapses, you cannot work because if you have to beat the shit out of somebody, the bar is liable. They could lose their liquor license. If okay. an employee for a bar beats the shit out of a guy and doesn't have a security license and their life is not in danger, which yours was not, and there's fucking cameras out there. He could have had a knife. He didn't, or he would have pulled it. Maybe. Fine. You should have just let the bouncer handle it, or like there was a customer willing to do it. If a customer beats the shit out of another customer, the bar is not liable. Could have just th- could have planted a knife on him. What, you're going to plant my knife on him? I'm not giving you my knife. <laughs> we got knives at the bar. All right, fair enough. You're going to plant a paring knife? Oh, yeah? It's weird that this... It's weird that this random person in the street has a paring knife that smells like lime juice. As if he was preparing limes for Coronas and margaritas. It's so strange that this bar patron that is not a bartender would be outside of a bar beaten up. And then there's no prints on this paring knife that smells like only lime, lemon, and orange slices. Look, all I'm saying is you didn't need to say it so loudly that I didn't have the security license. No, I did, because otherwise ideas. you were going to do something stupid. No, you. after the second time you said it, I got it. But you kept saying it as I was walking back towards you. And I was like, yo, chill, chill, chill. Because you don't got to put ideas in this guy's head. He doesn't know that I don't have that. Uh, He can see you. I look like security. Mike, you're wearing a bandana. You have a shaved head and a fucking Rick Ross. Black t-shirt. 
and a beard. That's what security wears. You don't look like a security guard. You look like an old hippie. You look like the logo on the bags for the Forbidden Planet comic book store. Still haven't seen that. It's fine. You don't have to. I think that comic store went out of business, which is a shame because it was there for 20-something years. Mm. Fucking COVID. All right. Have you picked your bone? Yeah. Are you going to try to find this bag? Yeah. I'm looking for it right now. Oh, it looks a lot like you, Mike. Mm, I, don't, I don't think so. I might have one somewhere in my house. I'll find it. I might have an old shirt, a Forbidden Planet shirt in my house. Okay. All Let right. This see. is this is uncalled for. What? Pull it up. Wildly. Pull it up. Wildly uncalled for, the video. for, Chris. For the video feed. I'm assuming. Let me see. That this is what you. Oh, hold on. I don't know why it's not showing up right now. Hmm. Hold on. Hold on. It's not worth it for this. Oh yeah. See, that is what you look like, Mike. That's that guy does not look like security. Yeah, he does. Does he? Looks like badass security. That's what you look like, though. Like, I knew it was going to hurt when I finally did find it. Mm-hmm. You didn't know it was going to hurt that bad, did you? Moving on. Moving on. A white child called me Dada in the street about six times this week. It was, I was on the phone, and I'm walking, and this kid was like, hey, Daddy, hi, Daddy, Dada. And I was like, I'm looking at the mom. The mom's just looking at me, not saying anything about their child, calling me Dada. It was, I got scared, Mike. I'll be honest. I got the fuck out. I did not even acknowledge this child. That is a strange thing for somebody to say to someone they've never met six times, right? Even a child. It was like a four-year-old child, I want to say. That's a lot. Yeah, for a four-year-old to say that, that's not a two-year-old. That's not like a baby in a carriage that only knows two words. This is a child that knows words. Mm-hmm. What, are, what are people doing raising their kids this way? This is a bad ra- way to raise their kids. These kids are going to grow up and try to fight somebody over a city bike. Mm. It's accurate. You know what I mean? It's such a fucking weird... I, I, I'm looking at this woman, and I'm going, why? You should have smacked this kid by now. By the third time he calls somebody that's not your husband, daddy, first of all, you know what you got to smack him? To protect you for when that happens in front of his dad. Yeah. Because I'm walking down the block. That kid keeps calling me daddy. He's going to assume I'm fucking your wife. I'm fucking his wife, right? That Even is a if, fair assumption. Yeah, especially if I no-sell it the way I did because I was terrified of this child. I, I don't know. I didn't know if I was going to be accused of being a pedophile or what. And I, I almost just went, I'm not your fucking dad, kid. I'm not your fuck. I, I wanted to throw a fucking towel at him, like the fucking old Coca-Cola commercial. I'm like, kick rocks. The mean Joe Green? Yeah. I'll, I'll show that I'm nice, but I'll still be mean. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't fucking like this shit. People need to tell their kids not to call people daddy in the street. It's fucking strange. It's reasonable. It's fucking... What the fuck? That mom did not correct that child, and I think... There's no way that kid is gonna have a fucked up life. I just started thinking about for a long time uh, how fucked up that kid's life was gonna be after this. It's just you can't graduate high school if you're calling strangers daddy. That kid's gonna be a male stripper. Maybe he's trans. Who knows? What do you think, Mike? Like a maybe he's a transformer. Moving on. (laughs) 
As I said, there was another scooter shooting. They're calling this an e-bike shooting in the Bronx. And we talked about these a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah, somebody was uh, just fucking uh, drive-bying on a Revel. Yeah, it's it's a fucking it's a it's a strange fucking thing that this keeps happening, and I think they're gonna like. I was thinking about this the other day. It's kind of cool that scooters have finally like Revel kind of caught on, and now like like so in Europe, people get around on scooters, okay. and, and and it's it reduces traffic. <coughs> it's a it's a safe way to get around. It's um, ecologically sound. You know what I mean? And these motherfuckers are gonna ruin it. By just shooting people on the fucking things. It's also a very cyberpunk thing, right? People on these, like, tiny scooters just rolling up. Like, doesn't it seem like what happened in Johnny Mnemonic? Yeah, it's all like... Death. And then... Boom. Bang, bang, boom. It's like a weird Tokyo movie with these fucking guys in the fucking scooters. with the Like, stop shooting people from the fucking scooter. First of all... I gotta say, it's like those kids. You ever see the kids that are doing a wheelie without a front wheel on the on, on the bike? Uh, no. What do you mean? So you know how you see kids do a wheelie for a whole block? Sometimes, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's motherfuckers that are so nice at doing wheelies that they just take the front wheel off and bounce down the block, just like that, right? So like, I think if you're doing a shooting on an e-bike, you're kind of got that level of core strength because there's a lot of kick. To a fucking nine. You know what I mean? Sure. And then you got to hold the fucking handlebar one hand. You got a good... I think... But then the whole thing is now you got to switch arms and shoot somebody on the other side. So you got you to get both sides of your lats. You know what I mean? You got to be like... Uh, you got to be like Annie Oakley, essentially. Yeah, you got to... Yeah, exactly. You got to be standing up on that shit, spinning around. You got to... Yeah, you got to have... You have to double fist your guns. Otherwise, you're going to have strength... You know, you're going to have disproportionate strength. You know, that's how you lead to injury. You know? These guys, they need to, they need to get, they need to either stop shooting each other, which is probably the better thing, or they need to shoot more people. Why? Because then they have to shoot on this side. They shoot on this side. Oh yeah, you, you gotta you even work, it you work, out. You're working these obliques. Mm-hmm. Then you gotta work these obliques over here. You gotta shoot somebody else. Uh, this was it. Yeah, this was up in Harlem. Let's see, Frederick Douglass Boulevard. The squabble turned violent when the suspect opened fire. Tell me something about the squabble. What were they fighting over? Were they fighting over that electronic bike? I mean... This could have been you, Mike. You know what? I don't know. I didn't process that. Yeah. You could have been... You would have been fucked. Dude, that guy could have had a gun in those cargo shorts. Dude, I mean, if you're carrying a gun in cargo shorts, you're an idiot. But, like, it's too far away to draw. Like, you have to, like... Like, you ever try to get something out of cargo shorts? It takes way longer than it should. Yeah, like, anytime fair. you have something in cargo shorts, like when you're like when, like I think that's why people stopped wearing them. They were like, I may as well just carry a bag. It takes forever to get this joint out of my cargo shorts. It seems like you're like fishing around in there for a long time. If you have a gun in your cargo shorts, you're a moron. But it also sounds like the kind of thing somebody would do if they roll up on a fucking putt putt electric scooter and starts bucking shots. <laughs> Can't we all just get along, Mike, you know? Why can't we be friends? All right, let's move on. All right, we got to do uh, uh, an Olympics update. That's our Olympic song. We, I scored this myself. Mm-hmm. Now...
Mike, has the Olympics started yet? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't I think... I feel like they were doing the opening ceremonies at some point this week. So maybe it started today? I, I don't think so. All I've heard about the Olympics is all the people getting in trouble via the Olympics. And, like, athletes being mad. Like, how so? So there was a... So there was a woman. There was a woman that couldn't bring. She was breastfeeding, and she was mad because they're limiting the amount of personnel at the Olympics this year. And there was a woman from England, very mad. She's breastfeeding, and she can't bring her kid. And I was like, "Yeah, that's fine." But then there was like one. There's a woman, a Paralympian, who quit Team USA. She's blind and deaf, and they wouldn't let her have an attendant. Is she in the Paralympics? She's in the Paralympics. She's blind. She was born deaf and gradually went blind. Um, she's a swimmer. The photo of her in for the article that I have, uh, Becca Myers is her name. She's got goggles on. I'm like, you're fucking blind. What the fuck do you need the goggles for? Calm the fuck down. <laughs> you know, it'll, it'll, they're probably slowing you down a little bit. But I'll, how do you not let... I get that it's a Paralympian and it's not, it's not a money draw the way the Olympics is, right? Here's a woman who's blind and deaf and is an elite athlete. Just give her her fucking attendant. Look, think about how many dumb things... Leave a race walker at home. Have you ever watched race walking in the Olympics, Mike? Pull up a video of race wa- Olympic race walking. We can leave a couple of these guys home so this woman could, like, just pull it up. You gotta watch this. So that this woman could just go and live her dream of winning an Olympic medal in the Paralympics. Race walking is stupid as fuck. Like, there's got to be any number of coaches we could leave home. I bet they have a separate coach for discus, hammer throw, shot put, and javelin. Why? What are you doing to coach these people in those those events? Here's all the coaching. You should throw that harder next time. That's the whole thing. I don't even know what the hammer throw is. Do they throw actual hammers, or is there a fucking device? No, it's they, uh, no. It's a chain, right? It's a hammer on a chain with another hammer on the other side? No, it's like a ball on a chain. And a shot put's just a ball without the chain. Why do we even need both of those events? Discus? I mean, discus is kind of cool. That's the only one of those throwing things that I think is cool. I mean, Chris. Yeah, we could have left any of these chicks at home. I'll be honest, it's kind of sexy now that I'm looking at it. It's weird that they're in bikinis. How is this one, how is this one so slow at walking? Yeah, at the, in the back? Like, I, do they have... Like, so there's a weird thing where it's the only race where they watch the form. So if you break into something that's not considered walking, you get disqualified immediately. First of all, this chick's th- getting water. She's getting water for the race walking, Mike. They're wearing bathing suits. This is ridiculous. Let the blind girl swim. You've never seen this before. This is insane. Dude, people make fun of like the biathlon and like all these events. Race walking is the stupidest possible event in the Olympics. Biathlon rules. Yeah, biathlon is dope. Anybody who can do that, anybody who can ski. And then fucking shoot a gun accurately is the fucking man. That's who you want on your side in the fucking apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the Annie Oakley shit we were talking about. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the, like, leave some race walkers at home and give Becca Myers a fucking aid 
because she's blind and deaf and still more useful than a race walker. Double duty. Huh? If you want to go to the Olympics for race walking, you also need to Bull. walk. You, yes, you need to be you Beckham Myers. You're yeah. a seeing eye dog. <laughs> you become a seeing eye dog if you're a fucking race walker in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. It'd be weird if you were like a regular Olympian, though, and then you had to be the bitch of the Paralympian. You know what I mean? Seems weird. I mean, yes and no. Um, like, you're supposed to be like Captain America at that point, so you should be helping blind people. You know, you're representing your country. Fair enough. Fair enough. And we really just don't need the race ball. How is that an event in the Olympics? No clue. The it's, it's definitely not hard. Right? I mean, it's hard because... You know why it's actually hard, Mike? You got to keep that game face on and not, while you feel that silly. Right. That's the hardest part, right? Um, it's like bluffing in poker. Just got to be like, I'm an athlete in the Olympics right now. This is not silly. Nope, this is not silly. Is I, I'm representing my country mm-hmm. in race walking. Right. Yuck. I'm going to get one of those Olympic tattoos, like with the rings. Dude, you get a medal for that. You know what the weirdest thing is? They did tug of war in the Olympics once, I think in the 70s. And nobody, two countries, you can look it up. Uh, look up tug, tug of war in the Olympics. I think you, there's a Wikipedia page for it. I, I believe it was way earlier uh, than the 70s. I think it was like 1910 uh, when the guy who ran the Olympics was uh, a, sh- a shyster. Is that when they had tug of war? The only two countries sent teams, and then they just had to make tug of war teams up out of other athletes like there was interstitial there was like like there was a team that consisted of um there was a u.s team i believe and then there was a team that consisted of um like u.s athletes chinese like whoever they had like the power lifters were just they were just like yeah do you guys want to do this and like it would be like a canadian guy with an american guy and like how much does it suck they only had four teams how much does it suck if you're on the only team that doesn't get a medal for tug of war (laughs) like they just slap a team together one of the two slapped together teams got bronze medals. So uh, one of actually these slapped together teams won a gold medal. Mm. Um, Who came in silver? What were the four teams? Well, there was the two slapped together teams, and then what were the two countries that sent tug of war teams? Okay, so in the because if you don't win the fucking gold, and you're a fucking first world country that got sent to fucking play tug of war, like you're getting invaded that week. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, let's see. Teams consisted of six members in 1900. Uh, Denmark and Sweden competed together. Five members in 1904, eight members in the last three appearances of the sport in the Olympics. Um, in the, in, uh, one year, Mm -hmm. uh, 1904, uh, the United States won gold, silver, and bronze. In 1908, Britain won gold, silver, and bronze. One year, there was a mixed team where they just threw together athletes from a bunch of different countries, and that team won gold. How great is that, how great is that when you just show up and they go, we don't have enough tug-of-war teams. You want to do that? And you're just like a fourth-string fucking decathlete, or like you're, you're, you know, you're, do, you're playing ping-pong, but you're not very good for like Iceland. And you're like, whatever, the Chinese are going to house us, but I'll go to the Olympics, maybe get some puss. And then you're just like, they're like yeah, you want to be on this tug-of-war team? And you're like... Yeah, I got grip strength from playing ping pong. Let's do this. And then you just win a gold medal that way. You're pretty tight, dude. Yeah, that'd be pretty dope. Again, you know what the there was a you know they've only had motorsports once. They had um they had boat racing in the Olympics once. And all of the boats crashed. 
For real? Yeah, it was like a windy day in Europe, and all of it was like um, motorboats, like cigar boats, cigarette boats, whatever they're called, and they all crashed because of the wind. <laughs> That's why they don't do motorsports in the Olympics anymore. But they do do three-on-three basketball now. Which is, I think that's kind of cool. It's kind of dumb, but it's kind of cool. It, you, you know why it's kind of cool? It kind of gives another country to win a basketball medal, a chance to win a basketball gold medal. I don't, LeBron's not playing on the three-on-three league. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Bro, it's half court. It's half court? Is it just old dudes in knee braces? Like, you got to take it's, it back behind the three-point line. It's at a YMCA. Oh, you got to, like... Dude, they should do like um, they should do Utah. You get a bronze medal if you're really good at 21 or around the world or something. <laughs> um, the other thing I know about the Olympics, even though I don't know if it started yet or not, uh, so you know every year they do a story in the Olympics where um, they say you know Trojan sends the most condoms ever sent anywhere to the Olympic Village because the athletes all fuck. You've heard this story a hundred times. Of course. Okay, so this year it's in Japan, and uh, we all know they have. Weird hangups on sex where they blur the peen out in fucking porn. And, uh, and the tentacles. They don't blur the tentacles. Do they not? No, that's no, no, they why bl- they, they have blur the blur the hole that the tentacle goes into. Yeah, yeah it's very strange. It. It's all very strange stuff. Um, but so because they're such a weird repressed people, um, can you show these cardboard beds that they're making the Olympians sleep? First of all, cardboard beds. Elite athletes have to sleep on twin beds made of cardboard boxes. So that they collapse during fucking. They're designed Wait, for real? to not withstand sex. Holy shit. What kind of what the fuck is wrong with the fucking Japanese? Show the show the picture of this thing again. What the fuck is wrong with you could see it looks like it's made out of those boxes that the those long boxes that you put comic books in. Mm-hmm. It is ridiculous. First of all, it looks very uncomfortable. Give them a fucking... It's Japan. Have you ever been, like... Act, like I know Japan is famous for those, like, tube hotels. But if you go to, like, an actual hotel in Japan, it's fucking amazing. Every bathroom has a bidet. Seat warmer, everything. It's like, why are you treating these athletes' buttholes better than their backs? Just give them a real bed. They're really chintzing out on this, Mike. And also, let them fuck. They're 22-year-old fucking hot athletes. I like. I always like thinking about all the athletes fucking at the Olympics. Yeah, that's where we're gonna get super athletes from. Yeah, that's it's eugenics. It's literally what it is. So wait, this was made on Kickstarter? No. Oh, okay. oh shit, I am on the wrong tab. God damn it! What did you just show? No, I've just been showing what I'm doing on this side. Not. I was looking there. I was when I was looking for that bone to pick drop. Some guy made a card game called Bone to Pick. Hmm. Why do the lights keep changing color in here, Mike? I don't know. Mm. It's been happening for like two days. It's haunted in here. Yeah, happened during Jess's show. Mm. All right. Well, look, we're gonna figure it out if the Olympics have started. We, we'll do an update every week. I think we'll, we'll figure it out by next week if the Olympics have started. Um, but till, for now, we can move on. Um, <clears throat> I found this weird article from 2018 uh, from the Guardian, and it just made me laugh. Um, it ca- I came across it. It said, do, do, the title of the article is, do you boast about your fitness? Watch out. You'll unavoidably become right wing. And I don't understand that at all. Mike, have you become more right wing since you started boasting about your fitness? I, I fought a man over 
doesn't make you right wing. City bike. Yeah, it was over a city bike. That makes you not right wing. No, I mean, it makes me right wing in the sense of like, I'm defending this property, right? Her. It's not your property, though. I mean, I saw it first. Makes it my property. I thought he saw it first. I definitely, I, my phone was out. I saw it first. I'm just saying, it's a very weird thing. This woman, why would you write this? First of all, yoga is a form of fitness. I don't think there's a lot of right wing yogis. Also, I thought the right wing was uh, notoriously fat and diabetic. I don't know. I mean, do you want to take any exercise or lifestyle tips from, from this Zo- bitch? From Zoe Williams? I bet she has fucking hollow bones like a bird. Mm. No bone density. I just don't understand how it makes you right wing to, like she said, uh, she, she likens it to uh, perceptions of heroism. So if you wake up and start posting about your fitness during the day, you're trying to become a hero, and only right-wing people are heroes and soldiers. I mean, that's accurate. Only right-wing people are heroes and soldiers? The left doesn't have any heroes. No heroes. Name one. Captain America. Captain America originally broke off from working with the U.S. government because he disagreed with Ronald Reagan's policy in South America. At that point, he... That's how they introduced the U.S. agent in the comic books, Mike. At that point, he stopped being... Captain uh, America. A hero, and he started being a villain. What? Yeah. I mean, That's your That's your thought? If you are against the United States of America, you're a villain. Yeah, of course. What kind of a question is that? You're retarded. I mean... I just don't think it makes you... I'm an American. Fair. You can be both. You can also be one or the other. You can also not be a right... Like, you can not be right-wing and a hero. Mm. What about Anne Frank? What? I don't think Anne Frank was right-wing. She's a hero, right? She wrote Uh, that book for all those fucking whiny broads. Was she a hero? Isn't she a hero? What did she do that was heroic? Not get killed by the Nazis? I didn't read the book. Did she get killed at the end? Pretty sure she gets killed at the end. And Frank? I had to guess. Well, I mean, look it up. Yeah, I mean... <sighs> what about Harvey Milk? Was he a hero? To the gays. Mm. They were milking that prostate, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, she definitely died. Mm, that's not very heroic. No. You mm. go die like a fucking loser? Mm. I'm just saying. It, it, this, what a crazy thing to write. And I'm, this is something that I, I saw this today, and it fucked me up because um, my doctor told me to take a couple weeks off exercising because uh, I have some intense inflammation in my knees. And... Uh, I was, like, worried about it. I'm like, I don't think I'm a crazy right-winger. But I'm like, I really like exercising. And I don't want to not be exercising for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And so this article really threw me off. I was like, but I also was like, oh, if I don't exercise, will I now become, like, a left-wing puss? Will I, like, just start wearing a shirt that says the, uh, the future is female? Because I don't want to wear that shirt, Mike. I think, it'd look great. I think it would look great on you. If I wore a shirt that said the future is female, I feel like if I got... If, I, if you gave me a spot at Brooklyn Comedy Club and any of the girls that you booked to work there were working and I showed up in a shirt that said the future is female, 
they would try to fight me because they would hear it sarcastically as they read it. I can't wear that shirt, Mike. I need to still lift, is what I'm saying. My knees aren't pussy. All right, Mike? I don't have pussy-ass knees. They can handle it. I was flipping tires the other day. It was fun. Against doctor's orders? I'll tell you this. I know. I went to the doctor the next day, and he was like, I was like, I was like, look, here's the thing, man. Like, two days ago, I was flipping tires, and I'll tell you this. My knees felt better after. He was like, I, he's like, look, I believe you, but that makes no, he said fucking. He was like, that makes no fucking sense. <laughs> like, and I was like, you're sure? And he was like, he's like, I don't know how you're standing here. I don't know how you rode a bike here. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I'm looking at your MRI. Stop doing that. <laughs> oh. And then I rode my bike here the next day. I mean, what do these doctors know? I don't trust doctors. I'm going to tell you this right now. Let me tell you something. He told me I had, so I have this left knee that's been hurting for like a while. I had a rheumatologist. I, I've told you some of the fucking crazy shit doctors have told me that other doctors have been like, no, that guy's full of shit over the years. So this left knee has like bothered me for a while. I go to a rheumatologist. He goes, oh, it's just like, basic cartilage erosion you're fine i go to this doctor he goes you have no cartilage erosion he's like you just have tendonitis in your knee just don't work out for a couple weeks get the inflammation down you'll be fine i had a doctor tell me i had um advanced spinal arthritis a few years ago it fucked me up i thought i was going to be in a fucking wheelchair and uh, I go to another doctor. He looks at the MRI. He goes, I don't think that doctor looked at your MRI because you have a couple of herniated discs. It's nothing. So what I say is don't trust doctors. I'm going to keep lifting. My knees ain't pussy, Mike. Moving on. All right, we got to do the Ask the Goon we didn't do last week uh, from Ginger Ninja. Um, he, let me pull it up here. He says, um, what up goon and friends? So this is a two question email. One, I'm doing my annual boar hunt the first weekend of August, eight, six to eight, eight. Do you still want any organ meat or whatever? Uh, I want organ meat and whatever. Mike, you don't like organ meat. No, but I'll take some whatever. Yeah. Send over a couple of, uh, I mean, what's is there a wild boar steak? I feel like I can. I feel like I can, like even if he gives us like a bad cut, I can make like a like an oso buco. Give me like a, a shank. I'll make us like a nice uh, a nice stewed oh, wild boar oso buco, and I'll just take the organ meat for the house. You know, I'll make a I'll make a pate with the liver. Make a nice. You, you, will you try it on the show? I was talking about this with Mike last week. You, you, you were like, stop talking about gross foods. And then I brought up cherries. And you were like, ew, gross foods. Don't fuck with tra- cherries. Yeah, but it's not exactly organ meat, Mike. It's not the same thing. Whatever, dude. Gross is gross. Very strange. Uh, I'll, I'll make jerky out of the heart, though. I'll, you know, wild, you got to eat the heart of a fucking wild animal, Mike. You, get the, you, you need the spirit of a wild boar in you, Mike. Do you get the power of the boar? Yes! You would get the power of the boar, Mike. Instead of what you are now, which is a powerful boar. I don't like how much you wanted that to work. It did work. I wanted to no sell it so bad. Yeah, but it was good. I hate you. You didn't even see it coming, and it was so it was right there. Just like that jab you threw in that city bike hobo's face. Mm-hmm. Um 
All right, so number two, I've been pondering the idea of starting a podcast. Don't. That's my advice. Uh, Just what this world needs, another podcast. But here's the elevator pitch. I'm 43. I have a 12 and 9-year-old. I work nights, so I don't really see them much. Weekends are usually busy. It would likely be a weekly check-in and try to explain how the world works, maybe get a hold of guests to explain how they grew up differently than than they are. I don't know, just a thought. Now, my first thought to that is, if you don't see your kids that much, don't start a podcast with them. But then I started thinking about it, and I go, well, I mean, like, it doesn't even have to be a weekly podcast, right? Like, if, if it's a thing that'll get them engaged, if they're into the idea, if you can get some mics and some headphones, and you, set, you get a good setup, and you get, like, Zoom calls in from, like, like, if they, just anybody, I don't know what their living situation is. Obviously, if they're hunting wild boar, I mean, he's not bragging about fitness, so I can't tell if he's left wing or right wing with his boar hunt. I know, I don't know, Mike. Um, but he, hmm, what do you think? I think I think it's not a bad idea. I I would say do it. A, I would do it monthly, and then like really find some people who grew up differently. I would interview some prostitutes, crack dealers, uh, and then like super the very wealthy. If you can find somebody that is willing to do your podcast, that's very wealthy. They're all egomaniacs, so they'll do it. Uh, Mike will do it. He can teach them how to be a hobo and live about their wits. You would do it, correct? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. So you think this is a good idea, the podcast? No, I don't think any podcast is a good idea. It's your fucking whole job is you produce podcasts. Yeah, they're they're bad. All of them are bad. There's not a good one out there. I'll tweet that to Michael Bisbing right now. There's not a good podcast out there, Mike Harrington. You're saying there's not a single good podcast? I mean, you know, I'm I'm sh- look. <clears throat> if you took the amount What about Radio Lab, Mike? I have learned some things from Radio Lab, but that's a radio program that they convert into a podcast. What about QAnon Anonymous, Mike. You made that up. That is a real that's a real podcast about QAnon that somehow is still going. And you're subscribed? I mean, I've listened to a few of them. I learned some stuff. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know, dude. I I yeah. But I think that all right, so here's the thing. Even if you think all podcasts are stupid and terrible, which apparently you do, which is strange. Um, cuz it's your entire life. Um, <laughs> It's the fucking weirdest thing a person's ever... My life is a lie. Uh, I don't know why we're doing this right now, Chris. Uh, I'm going to kill myself. That's, I li- you literally... That was Mike's suicide note. Um, we're doing play radio in a basement. We're, we are doing play radio in a basement. That's <laughs> fair enough. Fair. This is a little tyke studio. Um, and Ginger Ninja's going to do even player radio in probably his basement. Uh, but here's the thing. If you can get the kids engaged with anything that's a project... Don't show them numbers, obviously, but it's just the same thing as having a lemonade stand. You know what I mean? How so? Like when has anyone ever been canceled over a lemonade stand? These kids aren't going to be canceled. They're precocious young kids. Have I'm you sure met- they probably say the N-word a lot. <laughs> Have you met Ginger Ninja? I'm sure, look, I said, I, I said I'm sure they probably say the N-word a lot. But what are you going to do? Look. I think it's a good idea. If, 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 if It'll get the kids engaged and get them to really listen to stories from people that haven't grown up the same way they have. I'm sure you can get, like, you can just reach out to random people. If you tell them that's the reason why you're doing it and you plan a few episodes in advance, I don't know if you get an audience. That's probably going to be really difficult. Some people will listen to it, but if it just makes the kids happy, if it's something to do with their dad, I mean, you might want to teach them how to hunt boar. That seems like a way more useful skill that you already have. 
Yeah, and there's no, uh, you don't need like XLR cables for that. Yeah, you already have all the boar hunting stuff. You know what I mean? Mm. You could probably podcast while you're hunting boar. It seems like. Nah, you would scare the boar. You think so? Yeah, you can't. Hunt. Ira Glass could do it. Can't hunt anything while doing a podcast. Just such That's... a soothing voice, Ira Glass. You don't think so? I think I have a soothing voice for hunting and podcasting at the same time. I could do it. James and Ninja, are you listening to this while you're about to kill a boar? I hope so. That'd be pretty dope. That'd be fucking, this would be the most delicious episode of this podcast ever. Mm. I think it's a good idea. It's super easy to start a podcast. You just get some mics and then uh, get a Zoom recorder. They cost a couple hundred bucks. Get some mics and then you just get some hosting. It takes 10 minutes. You need some art. I'll draw a picture for you if you want. You can do Anchor. You don't even need hosting. Oh, yeah. Hosting's free. free now. Yeah, you can get it for free. Yeah. You're not, you know, Spotify bought them and, you know. Spotify just wants to take over podcasting. There you go. I think you should do that. I think it's a good. I think it's a good. It's a good project if the kids are into it. If the kids are not into it, and if they're calling strangers "dada" on the street, first of all, get rid of those kids. They're bad kids. Get new kids. That's my advice. And you can get your own advice too. You want to ask the goon at gmail.com. and we will give you advice here and there whenever you need it. Ask the goon at gmail.com. Moving on. Mike, we got to talk about a sponsor real quick. Mike, you know about YoDelta.com? I've heard of them. YoDelta is the same people that brought you Yo Kratom. <gasps> I love Yo Kratom. They're, They're sponsoring great. Fight Journal. Dude, and now YoDelta is sponsoring this very show. What? Yeah, and you know what YoDelta is? It's a Delta 8 THC sponsor, right? And what they do- I've heard of Delta 8. Here's what it is, Mike. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's weed, but it's legal, and it gets you high. <gasps> it's legal in most states, and uh, you won't get arrested for having it. Delta 8 makes high-quality uh, gummies, vape pens, the whole nine. Go to YoDelta.com. Check it out. Use the promo code GAS. You're going to get 25% off your order. It's a great deal. Inexpensive product. It's legal wherever you go. If you travel, I travel from state to state from, from time to time, Mike. And I'll tell you this. I want to get high. But you know what I don't want to get, Mike? Fucked in the ass with a nightstick. That's why I go to YoDelta.com and use the promo code GAS. If you do that... You won't get fucked in the ass with a nightstick, Mike. Unless you're into that. Um, I mean, look, if you're into that shit, if that's your fucking thing, if you're just like, yo, fuck me in the if ass. If your wild Friday nightstick. night is like a big, you know, just like, you know, hocking down like just two or three Delta 8 gummies, oh! fucking pulling on the vape while taking a nightstick up the ass, like oh! that's that's something you can do in the, pri- in the private of your own home if that's something you're into. After you go to YoDelta.com, use that promo code GAS, get 25% off that straight gas that they're selling. Uh! All right, moving on. All right, Mike, let's do one more. Let's do one more quick story. We'll get the fuck out of here, Mike. Um, here's the thing. Uh, I didn't send you this, but there's a, uh, a fintech company. Uh, it's a payment app called Slice, and they're looking for a chief meme officer, Mike. Hell yes. I think we could split that job, but I don't think they need memes. I think what they need to do. So what they say is that memes are the language of the internet, and it's, uh, it's what's moving commerce now. But I think that's false. If you want to really run shit... You need to spread disinformation. Spreading disinformation gets you the most hype of anything else. You don't need a meme. You don't need a a chief meme officer. You need a chief disinformation officer. We'll get on there. We'll get on your social media. We'll start being like, vaccines make the frogs gay. Uh, Sandy Hook never happened. And guys who use Slice have bigger dicks. Guys who use Slice have the biggest fucking dicks. They'll slice your fucking pussy in half. 
They'll fucking put their dick in you soft, get that shit hard, and split a bitch down the middle. Mm. And now that might be misinformation or it might not be. But misinformation is the information. Is today's information. I want to start using Slice. I'll tell you this right now. I think we're killing it, Mike. And, dude, I'll be honest. That would make a good meme, too. Just a soft dick in, and then you make a Slice payment, and then you split a bitch in half. Dog, we could be double dipping. We could do memes and misinformation. You want to be the CEO memes? of memes? I'll be the CEO of misinformation, or vice versa, whatever. Whatever, dude. We could just trade off. It's fine. That's cool. I think we could both do both jobs. You know what I mean? Really put our heads together. I feel like we, if we put both of those like jobs together, we could probably get a corner office with a nice view. Shit, I'd be down to split an office, have a little desk. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. We can have like um like one of those little putting machines that shoots the golf ball back at you. <laughs> yeah, dude, hell yeah, and we could be like, yo. Fucking slice makes you better at golf. That's why it's called slice. No, slice is a bad thing in golf. Is it a bad slice thing? Slice is a good thing no, in no. tennis. Slice is a good thing. What are you talking about, Mike? You're right. Slice is a great thing. It's a fucking great thing. I'll tell you what, it cures COVID. Mm. Yeah, Did you know then, that? Yeah, and then, like, uh, you know, you got, like, a meme of, like, the angry Groot uh, or Gru, right? But then, like, he points to the board, and then it's, like, slice, and then he goes, looks back at the board again, and COVID is just gone. Oh, shit. Just did a did an audio meme for you right there. That's fucking great, Mike. Look, this is a, we're gonna we're gonna put our resume together. <laughs> You're gonna be like a, a avid podcast hater. That's gonna be on your resume. Uh, we're gonna be the avid head- podcast doesn't get it, er. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Do you really hate podcasts now? You you're just done with it. No podcasts are good. No, I'm fucking around. Jesus Christ. I'm here. I'm literally here recording one with you right now. I don't know. I, I don't know where your head's at, Mike. You know? Do you really think I do this for the Thai food at this point? Possibly. <laughs> yeah. I, I also gave you some shrooms. You did give me some shrooms. You gave me mushrooms in the Thai food. Yep. Mushroom Thai food. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's been the show. Um, <laughs> you can follow me at Chris from BKLYN. On Twitter and Instagram. Also, uh, me and Rob Bernstein will be in Nashville August 14th. Go to Robbie's website, RobbieTheFire.com slash shows. You can get tickets to that. It is donation-based and BYOB. Come through, hang out. Come check me out yeah, every bring midnight. Bring your own bitch, son. Um, and then, you know, come check me out at uh, Brooklyn Comedy Club every Friday. I'm hosting the Comedians Chris Like to Drink With show. Who's on the show next week, Mike, that you booked? Well, let's see. I mean, uh, you've saddled me with Isaiah. Uh, sure. Probably my friend Ishmael Gaynor will be on Ishmael. the show. Ishmael. Yeah. Oh. You said you needed more black guys. Oh, I know Ishmael. He's actually reached out to me about doing a show there. Yeah, he's He great. used to run a show in Harlem? Yeah, he used to run multiple shows in Harlem. He used to give me stage time before I deserved it. Tell he's him to guy. come. Yeah, please tell him to come out on Friday, and I'll talk to him there about uh, starting his 4 p.m. show. At, uh, 100%. At yeah. 100% I will do that. Uh, so, yeah, come through. And uh, Mike's going to book some comedians that I like to drink with. Possibly, um, who, who's the possibilities, Mike? Uh, I'll give you a couple. All right. One, J- Dylan J. Negri. Nope. Uh, He's next. A one, Kevin Sanchez. I fuck with Kevin Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, who, who else should we put on there? You booked Brandon Seckle, and you, you had all these good comics booked last week. And yesterday, there was a fucking, you just booked the same Fans the same of this line. show. Fans, fans of, of this, this show. show. Tell me who you want to see Chris drink with on a Friday, and I'll book one. Of, the fans of this show get to book one of the comics on that show. Really? Yeah, you get to book one, and the fans of this show get to book one. Okay. Fucking tweet Mike, call him gay, and then say that you want to see whoever you want on uh, 
comedians Chris likes to drink with on at Brooklyn Comedy Club. But make sure you call Mike Gay first. All right. And follow Mike at DM Harrington on all platforms so that you can tweet him and call him gay. Good. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Little girl